Okay, so we had a bunch of big things. Everybody, welcome to the show. Rip City Goons, Tay Guevara, DJ Nick at Night, aka DJ Kenosis. Your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. <laughs> All right, yeah, so we had big stuff going on. We had the Super Bowl going on, right? Wait. So Los Angeles Rams versus Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Shiesty versus uh, the veteran filled Swaggy. LA with the Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, the whole run of the mill. A lot of talent, OBJ, right, versus, versus the young uh, LSU champions. So last week you said Bengals, I said LA. I'm going to take the crown. Give me a hell yeah. Put it on my head for that one because LA came out on top just barely. And a lot of it had to do with a, a local Northwest, Yakima, Eastern Washington, graduate by the name of Cooper Cup and the guy played amazing he's been underrated his whole career as a zero star recruit coming out nobody was looking for him nobody was looking for scholarships for him uh easily could have hung it up but came out as the Super Bowl MVP in Los Angeles so talk about going from Yakima I don't know if you spent a lot of time in Yakima Washington but there's just uh literally zero time I've been out there a lot work for work, you know, in, in the past, you know, mm-hmm. eight years, nine years or whatever. And it's just, you know, it's just a desolate kind of farm town. There's really nothing, you know, nothing going on, you know, kind of, kind of dusty, kind of musty, Eastern, you know, <laughs> Washington kind of town, you know what I mean? In middle of nowhere mm-hmm. um, and come out and do that. They got a sign hanging up for them, which is pretty cool uh, in Yakima, which they, it's funny because I've always passed this sign, right? And it's it says, mm-hmm. Yakima, welcome to Yakima, Washington. The uh, Palm Springs of Washington. And I'm like, the, I'm like the Palm Springs? I mean, you guys are like more like uh, selling fruits on the side of the road. <laughs> it's not Palm Springs, you know, but it's, I don't like, is that a joke? Are they serious? I don't know. Maybe they make wine out there. I have no idea. But yeah. for him to come out of that, out of the Northwest, because we don't get a lot of homegrown heroes. He trained out here by my house in Wilsonville over the um, summer. Um, you know, they, they converted a barn and two tennis courts. They made like a workout barn for him. And he just trained and trained and trained for this year and stayed durable, stayed healthy and stayed with Stafford, put the work in and, you know, triple crown, triple crown. Only guy that's ever done it besides him with the championship. Your boy, Jerry Rice. So yeah, well, that's the nickname for him was White Rice. White Rice for most, for most of the year, so that makes sense. Um, but you're talking. He's as... had a pretty. He's had a pretty good career, though. I mean, outside of even this year, he's one of those. It's it's interesting when you get those kids that come out of nowhere. Like you get the zero star recruits that end up working really hard in college and then get drafted in like the fourth round out of Eastern Washington University have to work to make that team and then they make the team and then they're it feels like they maybe have more to prove they work harder a little bit better um not to say that there aren't you know you like Debo Samuel came out of South Carolina so you can be great and come from anywhere I mean I guess that's kind of the interesting thing about it is nobody really knows who you are only you know who you are and what you're capable of and someone else we know who's capable of something is Aaron Donald because that guy came out what a freaking beast he was grabbing uh mixing by his uh by his pants like a toddler in the candy aisle couldn't get the first down and made the, <laughs> made the final stop right yep. and people say oh Matt Stafford ended Tom Brady's career no he didn't Aaron Donald did 
Aaron Donald came in there enough and made him, you know, he was not, he's like, I don't give a shit who you are. I'm going to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I'm going to win. And you're going to get Brock Lesnar, 300 pounds, 10% body fat. I've never quite seen anybody like he makes the rock look small. You know what I mean? (laughs) Kind of crazy. Odell Beckham Jr. has a phenomenal, he's going to break records that game, dude. He's that one-on-one matchup. It's over Mm -hmm. for everybody. They could not guard him. He was toasting everybody. He was open all the time, and he was catching everything. Boom. ACL. Debo Samuel came out on Twitter and said, hey, get rid of turf. This is bullshit. Like, we, we shouldn't well, that's a, That's another interesting thing is that Kittle, George Kittle from the Niners as well, is like partner. He went on, I think it was Rich Eisen uh, and a couple other uh, national radio shows to talk about a petition that they're trying to do to remove turf from NFL stadiums completely because it's like falling and hitting concrete. They hate playing on it. It's grass is better. Uh, You don't get stuck in it as much. Like a lot of injuries come from the fact like that jets game, the the Niners jets game two years ago. I know I talk a lot about the Niners, but uh, we lost like three of our defensive linemen to just cleat stick. Cleats are getting stuck and your and your legs turning and it's yeah. just that's it's a, you know yeah I, I I mean I know that there's certain stadiums that they can put real grass on like rollout you know what I mean and they can roll a real grass field out and then retract it for whatever else and some of the newer stadiums you know can do that so yeah get rid of turf if it's hurting guys it's that's that's a preventable thing that you can do mm-hmm. just by changing the, the the field and and it's a grass sport that's what it is. It's not a when you're getting football, slammed hard you know, at you know out of nowhere and and you don't want to. Fall there's no on, give. There's no yeah. give. You don't want to fall on that. It, some of it's real. I mean, they've done as best they can with turf, but it's not grass. You know what I mean? It's just not. So yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. You know, we'll see what happens. I mean, he's he's kind of a one of a kind for guy. At least a year. He's one of a kind guy, and uh, you know, maybe this, maybe they, hopefully, he gets the time off to recover properly. I mean. ACL, he should just be out the whole next year. I mean, honestly, to just give he'll be out all next year, and he also is not under contract. Yeah, so, so he could go somewhere. He's kind of screwed. I mean, that's a he, really bad beat. He he you, likes you can't, uh, LA though. You know what yeah, I mean? But like, are they going to sign him knowing he can't play? He's on a one-year deal for just this year. Uh, are they going to sign him knowing that that he can't play? with salary cap issues that they're gonna have because they have a very very expensive team this was a very much go all in we're gonna win this year and if we don't we're fucked yeah but they did so they won so they're fine but like they there's a lot it's a very top heavy franchise right now they're gonna there's some people they're gonna have to pay there's some people they're gonna lose because they couldn't pay them miller is one of them (laughs) but they but the thing is who cares they won a championship and this is the deal. As a Niners fan, owner, I can't the- complain about buying one because we had in 94, we had Deion Sanders and Ken Norton. We had huge contracts, all one-year deals, all in for one championship. So it's a it's a thing you can do, but it's something, a one. Something Jerry Jones needs to, to figure out. <laughs> Jerry Jones, no. if you just kept Jimmy Johnson. Hey, if freaking Odell wants to come to the Raiders, you're more than welcome to come take a one-year contract with us and come play with D-Jax for a year. Well, he won't and... be able to play for a year. I mean, he's out. Like, oh, that, I know. That... I'm just saying, 
I think yeah. that he's got one That'd more. That'd be fun. DJX, Odell, and Carr thrown to him. It's yeah. not bad. And potentially Devontae Adams. If we can restructure this, Carr's asking for $40 million a year. Yeah. And I'm like, God, I like Derek Carr. I really do. But $40 million, dude. We got to get lot. somebody. We, we got to get somebody in here. Like, you know, a, we need Devontae. We got to pay somebody else, too, man. You mm-hmm. know, because... Rugs is in jail. We ain't getting our, you know, we got to get somebody. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's actually a clip about Nick Saban talking about that, about leadership and, you know, taking the keys, not drinking and driving, that kind of whole thing uh, that someone should have taken them, you know, it's true. You know, that's really looking out for him because if you already know, you know what I mean? That guy's slosh leaving top golf. You know? Watch out for your boys. Don't just let them do that to themselves because, you know, we yeah. all make mistakes and don't think. So much of it, you know. I just I have a thing with that where it's like, dude, you you're in Vegas. There's a fucking taxi every six seconds, and you can get True. an Uber anywhere. True. Like there was no goddamn reason to be dr- like you shouldn't even like owning a car if you live in. I mean, he probably doesn't live in Vegas, but like if you live in Vegas, there's no fucking reason at all. Well, he lives in Vegas now in a penitentiary there somewhere. Right. I mean to but, say is his house yeah. might not be in Vegas. Well, I mean, right. he was so a he was a top top recruit coming out of Alabama, man. He had a lot of years in front of him, probably, you know, he had some money, you know, who knows? Yeah. So the halftime show was sick at the Super Bowl. My favorite halftime yes. show of all time. Absolutely. Uh, Dr. Dre, Eminem, 50 Cent, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar, tore it up. Oh, Anderson Pack was on the drums too, which I thought was super cool. Very LA, fit the fit the theme, fit the narrative. Couldn't have been mm-hmm. better place for it. Uh, Snoop Dogg looked like he was having the time of his goddamn life up there, crib walking and just "Eh." throwing up the hard (laughs) C's on the. I mean, but you know, Snoop Dogg coming and you know he just got Death Row Records, so that's going to be a whole new thing. They're saying it's going to be an NFT label, whatever the hell that means. I was kind of hoping that we would see Inhale. He didn't show up. They have music together now, so Inhale and him have you know music, and they're they're they did a little cross promotion with like this clothing company, like Crooks and something, like mm-hmm. Crooks and Planes or Crooks and but so Inhale's he's coming up. I, it, don't be surprised if Inhale doesn't end up on Death Row Records with Snoop. You know what I mean? He's already on Death Row. He's signed. Oh, he's signed. Okay, so there mm-hmm. you go. Like he's the next Snoop. Snoop's gonna rebuild. Yeah, the him West and Corrupt Coast. are back. He, Corrupt is back on death row. I too. think Snoop and Inhale's friends, the guys that he grew up with, I think Snoop's going to start, you know, bringing in a new era of West Coast hip hop, you know, from these guys like like the Dog Pound kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. long that Long Beach sound that we we really haven't had much of in a long time, because uh, mm-hmm. you know it's just it's been 20, 30 years. You know, I mean, shoot for those guys like forty years. You know, they they've been going at it. Yeah. When it when uh. Dre changed the California love lyrics. It's like been in the game for 30 years. Where it's ready to go. And I was like, damn, it's true. It is crazy. Yeah. And then well, that song it, it, it came out in 92. Right. California oh, love. No, it was like 90, All eyes on me. 96, 96, but still 96. That's a long time ago now, man. We were, yeah, you know, I mean, I, yeah. that's a, that's, you know, that's a long time. So very cool to see those guys perform. And speaking of performers, we also had uh, The Rock was in the beginning, and I'm going to play a clip for that up next real quick. Finally, the Super Bowl has come back to Los Angeles. Is that The Rock? Yeah. What is he doing out there? He's He's on kickoff return. They signed him. 
Guys on the sideline are like, what is going on? Because this never happened before. We've never given like a pro wrestler a microphone at the yeah. Super Bowl to do a, an introduction to hype the teams up. And uh, a lot of this. Oh, yeah. Finally. Yeah. Oh, he cut he cut the promo of his life because The mm-hmm. Rock loves football. I mean, I don't know if this is true or not, but I heard rumors that he bought the XFL and he, he made that show Ballers kind of about like if I, you know, I got hurt or in the pros and now I'm an agent and now we want to bring a team basically is a storyline of like bringing a team, yeah. to like, you know, an expansion to Vegas or wherever. So, so per, by the way, and he's from the U, you know, my per Wikipedia, he does currently own uh, the XFL. Right. So he is a football diehard and, you know, had he not gotten injured or whatever, he could have probably played in the pros. I don't know how well he would have done because Brock Lesnar made the, uh, you know, the Vikings. Vikings. Uh, he got cut eventually. Or so the up. thing about the rock is he never saw the field because he was playing behind one Warren Sapp in college. Yeah, but if him, he stayed, and, him and Sapp are the same age, so he, he stayed, aged out. If he stayed healthy, he could he have hurt. still, he's, you know, he could have still went and did the, you know, you can still get in. I, yeah. But my thing with him is I think that no matter what, even if he was a great football player, it doesn't matter. Cause he, this is what he was born to do. Oh, he was absolutely. born to be a wrestler and then to be a goofy uh, action hero that doesn't take himself too seriously in movies. I mean, I think he's, he's perfect at that. And he's ha- looks like he's having the time of his life, dude. And yeah. to go from, I mean, I love that story about him and Jim Ross, where Jim Ross met him and found him with said, what was it, seven dollars yeah, in his pocket. Yep. And that that's why his his the production company's called Seven Bucks and yeah. or whatever it is. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, he had seven bucks in his pocket. I'm I'm a fan of the Rock, dude. I've always liked the Rock. You know, since mm-hmm. even when he was in wrestling, he was a, for me he was a great heel because of course, yeah. Stone Cold or Shawn Michaels or whoever fight was fighting the Rock, but he was always that good, worthy adversary, and all the all the him versus Triple H too, and he was a great champion, and uh, and his bloodline in wrestling, his you know like those guys are freaking, you know the the Usos and you know, his dad, you know these guys are all legendary, you know, and in, in well, wrestling. I think technically Umaga and. Rikishi are like related yeah. to him, like in yeah. some weird sideways way. And so, I mean, yeah. it makes it it makes it makes sense that he eventually ended up there, and I'm glad mm-hmm. that he did because I think that he probably built himself definitely more money doing what oh. he's doing. A hundred percent. I think a lot of football yeah. players would trade spots the rock in a heartbeat because a lot of these guys, you know, they know that that turf could take me out any day. There, well, what see, year did guys the every game get, get carried? Get, you see guys uh, every day get carted out on the field every Sunday, every Monday. Someone's, you know, it's brutal to survive in that environment. You know, you got to be real strong and real young, you know, and it's mm-hmm. real fast. It's not very few guys stay the longevity of Tom Brady. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't happen very often. Yeah. No, it very, very few guys, especially if you're if you're in a hit position, you know what I mean. And you're taking you know halfback linemen, you know if you're if you're going helmet to helmet every play with somebody like you know it's it's bad. Well, it can be every time. Juju. Yeah. So 
WWE, what do we have? The the Elimination Chamber? Is that... Elimination Chamber happened yesterday. Um, A whole bunch of... Well, Drew McIntyre tried to kill Mad Cat Moss in a literal sense. He dropped him on his head. Uh, oh. Worth watching. It's not really worth watching, but he botched uh, one of these Alabama slammers where you like got their legs and you throw them on their face. Yeah. Mad Cat Moss, Moss's head slammed like head first, top of head into the ground. Uh, so we're monitoring. Damn. We They are monitoring him right now to make sure he's not jacked up uh from what it sounds like is he's fine uh but that was uh just kind of a um falls count anywhere match uh on the card uh the tag team uh ended in a no contest the usos retain over the viking raiders uh brock lesnar beats bobby lashley aj styles austin theory matt riddle and seth freaking rollins to become the new WWE champion a month later, a month after he lost it. Uh, but Roman beat Goldberg. So. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, that's the a second match of the night, which is kind of weird. Uh, and then Bianca Belair beat Alexa bliss, do drop live Morgan, Nikki, almost a superhero and Rhea Ripley uh, to retain the, or no, two, uh, for a chance at Becky Lynch's uh, Raw Women's Championship, that and she beat Lita to keep her championship intact. Lita was back for a match, which was actually kind of cool. Which leads me into this: uh, rumors about Stone Cold returning. Give me a hell yeah! Against Goldberg, less good. I want to see him wrestle Kevin Owens. That's who I'd like to see Stone Cold. That's wrestle. the that's the article that I read. I read Stone because I thought it was going to be Brock. I thought Stone Cold was going to come wrestle Brock because uh, you know they're kind of buddies. You know, like the Brock. You know, Brock would work with Austin. Austin would, yeah. My, you know, like they 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 like could get along and, and do like a good job and do you know and and the fans would and have you know, a fun like match, it. something people would care about. Yeah, like yeah. we would care. We, I would tune in. I would go out of my way to tune in to see that because that's something special and it's only going to happen mm-hmm. once. You know what I mean? So it's like the master, you know, Stone Cold versus you know Brock, the dominant force. Now, you know, so. So Goldberg, yeah, there is a. I, there was always that Goldberg, Austin. Goldberg's a ripoff of Austin, and Goldberg's like, no, I'm an MMA fighter. It's totally different, but I'm bald and I have a goatee like every other guy, yeah. white guy from 1996, and and it's so right. You know, like they all look like that. We all did, but not me. Yeah. So I wasn't old enough to look like that. But if I could have grown a goatee, I would have looked like that. Uh, so, but I think he's always had kind of a gripe. Here's the thing. Stone Cold, like he's had a broken neck. He's he's busted up. Like he's still in good shape. But I Goldberg does not work well unless he's gotten phenomenally better. He hurts guys. No. Why would Austin work with a with a damage machine? Roman Reigns can take. So maybe that's the first you know. one I wrote. I read. I so I don't want to see Austin in a title picture. That's ridiculous. He's been gone for twenty years. He's fifty seven years old. He's got a. You just said broken neck, bad knees. I want to see him. Wrestle somebody that makes sense. I, you know who I'd love to see? I mean, I'd love the CM Punk match. Obviously, that's not going to happen because Stone Cold's not going to AEW. He's going to go to no. WWE. Totally no. makes sense. I would love to see them. That's a dream of mine. I'd love to see him versus Sting. That's a dream match of mine. But what I'd really, I think the Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens or Roman, 
kind of make the most sense. You get the rub on the kid who he's not, I mean, Kevin Owens isn't a kid. He's like 36 years old. So it's like, but, or, you know, who would have been great? Fucking Moxley, dude. Yeah. I just, Austin uh, Moxley would have been fucking fantastic. Yeah. I just watched, uh, you know, new Japan and I watched Moxley, you know, do a match in that. And, uh, Mm -hmm. he's so good, man. He's in such good shape right now. He's such a, uh, he, he loves the wrestling game so much. And, Austin, you can tell like Moxley's game, he took a lot of plays out of Austin's book and he really like tried it. And that's why he got so frustrated because he's like, I can do that. And the Mm -hmm. WWE is not letting me do that. And I know what I need to do when I'm over and I know how the fans like it. And they they like the guy coming out from the crowd and the jeans and get just getting to like kicking ass. Like that's, he know he's got the formula and they wouldn't give it to him. They're like, no, you're the crazy guy. You're like you're the, the lunatic you're who likes lunatic. hot dogs, who does hardcore matches with hot dogs and yeah, you're like, bullshit. You, you I mean, know, you like you're a see. crazy guy, you know, and it's like, like he didn't want to come on. He could have been doing. He's like, I can do a Japanese death match. I don't. This is stupid. Like I'm a I'm Fucking a wrestler. Crazy. Yeah, uh, he's a wrestler. And I think that's the that's why. Well, and that's why, like, you know, getting to another thing. That's why the Cody news leaving wwe or sorry leaving yeah, AEW reportedly for wwe uh is it, is and it official though is it's it not official, official to the wwe like... but that so here's the thing yeah no indie can afford him realistically right like cody rhodes at this point is a huge name he's been champion in roh he's been champion all over the fucking world he yeah. built a promotion with four other guys like legitimately it was cody it was kenny it was the bucks and it was tony he's a those Rhodes. guys there's he's a road he's roads so he's dusty's you know he's dusty's kid and he's got a lot of the same mind for the business that dusty has but there's obviously um something there uh between some disconnect between him and other evps at aew and and so uh kenny omega just broke you know he he did an interview um and this this quote i mean there's a bunch of crazy stuff in it but this quote um i think is really emblematic of cody as a as a performer it's about a paragraph long so just give me a second but he starts with that's sort of where the bucks and i differed we never wanted to go to war with vince and wwe we just wanted to give people an option and have a platform for our sto- style of storytelling and our style of wrestling. And I think when Cody had his way of going about things, I wasn't sure how to follow up with that, nor was I interested. So there was Kenny doing his thing, the Bucks doing their thing, and the Cody verse over there doing whatever it is that he does. And then there's the stuff that Tony Khan does. So what it sounds like is there was a bunch of dis like a bunch of different visions all happening at once between Cody, who was an EVP, Kenny EVP, the Young Bucks EVP, and then the fucking owner. And everybody had an idea of what what was best to go forward with, and Cody's lost. The Bucks and Kenny and Tony kind of had had their idea of what they wanted to do, and Cody's vision was lost. And so... I don't yeah. know. Like, and and I, let's let's be real. AEW is they've you know Tony Khan's been adamant since the beginning that saying that this is not we're not trying to we're not WCW we're not trying right. to beat 
WWE at anything. We know what they are, and we're not that. We're we're a new company. We're just trying to to do good wrestling. I mean, they are a massive company now. There's no vendetta there, though, right? Like, there's no they they don't fucking care. Loves WWE wrestling just as much as you and me as a fan watching it. He doesn't want to like. He doesn't want to end it. Cody has a very, but here's the thing. If he had a gripe with, and he wanted to beat WWE, why would you go back to WWE? Well, you, so that's the other thing is, is what's the point? So you, there's this, Tony Khan will let you wrestle anywhere you want. You can. So my it. thing is the only way that this ends that makes sense to me, because I can't see Cody or any roads going back and working for Vince. I can't see it. So the, I think this, the only thing that makes sense to me, and it's a conspiracy as fuck is Cody wrestled a match early on in his AEW tenure against Kenny or no, it was against Moxley. I think for the AEW championship, if he lost that chant, that match, he was never allowed to challenge for that title again. So he hit his ceiling. Mm -hmm. So then he lets his deal expire. This is all kayfabe work bullshit, but he lets his deal expire. He goes away for a month. He comes back. And then challenges Hangman for the title or Adam Cole or whoever ends up. Here's with the it. other thing too is that, you know, he has a kid with Brandy, like a small kid, and maybe mm-hmm. he's just taking a little time off. He's been, I mean, shit, Could the be. guy's getting hit with RKOs off the friggin' top of ladders like last that was week. Such a good week match. Before. I mean, you know, I saw that and I was like, holy shit, he's just taking. You know, he's taking a lot of bumps this year, trying to build this thing and make it credible. He's taking a lot of hits. He's not as young as he used to be. Well, and earlier this year, too, right before that match, he said, I know, like, something about WWE changing everybody's name from, like, Connor McGillibuddy because they just changed somebody's name from uh, Walter to Gunther. And he was like, what the fuck? Like, we, we're all just like, why leave Walter alone, first of all. He's a fucking massive draw in the UK. But, like... He's like, we don't change anybody's name to Gunther McGillibuddy or whatever the dumb name they come up with over in that other company. And now he's going. It's just so weird. Like, none of it makes any sense. And it's not about money. Because you know Tony Khan would have paid him. It can't be about money. I think it's work, honestly. I think it's just work, like you said, probably to get back to the title and take some time off because they got a young kid and, you know. It, it, wrestling's hard, you know, when you got a family and well, know, they're not traveling a whole lot in AEW right now, are they? They're kind of just going up the East yeah, Coast. Not not much, but still, if still you're traveling, if you're, if you're entertainer, you're 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 wrestling, you're on TV, plus you're doing stuff in the background. You know, guys get burnt out just like anything else, and you know, may, he maybe just needs some time off because he wrote a nice thing to Tony Khan and said, you know, I appreciate yeah. what we did, yada yada. There's no like nothing from him that seems like resentful but there's no indication of where he was going to go or whatever mm-hmm. it's just like a thank you so in the world of basketball ai versus t-mac happened uh all-star weekend nba ai and t-mac uh put on a versus usually it's for music and rappers and stuff like that but uh, this particular situation they did the first sports highlights battle at the all-star game so it was cool because I was I was tuned in, uh, I was watching you know a little bit of the uh, the young talent basketball going on. Uh, a couple of the games they had like a tournament basically, like fourteen tournament or something like mm-hmm. that. To who would win? Brought in Gary Payton and just some other guys. Uh, 
I think James Worthy, I think was one of the coaches and just some, just some old school dudes. Um, and that was cool. I, I threw up on a social media there. I threw up a little uh, highlight clip of a off the backboard alley-oop from the young guys. So that was neat. Um, mm-hmm. but then versus was on right after that and, uh, really good. You know, obviously we go through, they had fat Joe, right. They had Shaq. Uh, some chick that was from versus just an announcer chick, DJ Envy from the breakfast club was, you know, uh, on the ones and twos. Uh, of course you had T Mac, you had AI and, uh, did I say Guy Fieri? <laughs> you just did <laughs> Guy Fieri. Okay. was there for whatever freaking reason. I mean, he, they must've just brought him out. They, they're probably drinking and stuff. You know, I'd imagine <laughs> all-star weekend, uh, really cool. Showed about five, six clips from each ending in AI step over Tyron Lou. I think it, what he dropped a 50 piece in the finals on the Lakers. You know, I think that's what that was. And then step over yeah step over they only won one game and he just went off in that one game and just like dropped like 50 and and then stepped over lou and was just and i felt bad for lou because lou is younger and looked up to ai even had the braids you know like like he said it he's like that was like my my inspiration for playing basketball you know and i got there and he did that and i was just like shit like that sucks but you know yeah shout out to tyron lou anyway still won championships great coach still part making money in the league so good for him and then t-mac obviously just tons and tons of highlights 13 points in 26 seconds or something like that is like some ridiculous number 13 points in 33 seconds i believe yeah 13 points in 33 seconds against the spurs and, um in 2005 and that, that was a playoff game right i don't remember if it was a playoff game it was december 9th 2004 I don't remember. It was December, so no, couldn't have been, right? Okay. December's not playoffs time. December's early in the year. Yeah. So, okay, not a playoff game. It's still uh insurmountable feat. Very few people have ever done that. I don't know if anybody has ever replicated that much. The only person close is, I think, Reggie had that. Reggie Miller had that one game where he scored like 11 in 20 seconds or something. On the, was it on the Bulls? On the Knicks. Or the Knicks, yeah. It was the in Knicks, and he said, and it was Spike Lee was like John Adam, and he's like, look what you did to your team. Yeah, Madison Square Garden, Reggie Miller, yeah. freaking Reggie Miller's. Yeah, guy was something else, man, watching him. So it was kind of cool. AI gave a speech. T-Mac did not make, and this AI talked about this, did not make the top 75. You and me earlier went through some of the lists and decided, you know, can we pull somebody off of this or this? What do you think right now? Because I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say T-Mac was a amazing player, T-Mac. Uh, really gave his all. He got injured, but but I, I don't take that for guys. I think about what could have been from what I saw. And, you know, just like Larry Johnson, yeah. you know, he, he had so much promise and was so, so massive, but, you know, out injury. A lot of these guys, you know, they, they don't get that full run and they don't get stacked with championships either because they don't have the luxury of, you know, having some guys around. It's a team sport. Um, I would say, here's the thing. I would say, so I'll go through, his you know i went through this earlier with you but i'll go through his at all of his career highlights it's a seven-time all-star from 2001 to 2007 two-time all nba first team uh in 2002 and 2003 uh three-time all nba second team that's 2001 four and seven uh nba all nba third team two times in 2005 and 2008 
Uh, two-time NBA scoring champion. Those were 2003 and 2004. He won in most improved player in 2001. Uh, he was a CBA all-star when he played in China. Uh, his number one is retired by the Qingdao Eagles. I, I'm saying that wrong. I'm sure of it. Mr. Basketball USA in 1997. I'm guessing that's around his high school time. He was a McDonald's All-American and a first-team parade All-American. I'm guessing those are all high school or college so here's the deal he's got eighteen thousand points five thousand rebounds four thousand assists it's a great career it's a hall of fame career as far as i'm concerned but it's yeah. not top 75 basketball players of all time no it's a it's no he's i don't i don't want to play what would have been what could have been because that's not the case it's reality reality is he was a great player, did some really great things, and was super fun to watch. Hall of Famer, 100%. think he should be in there. think he should have been in there already. The fact that he's not is kind of criminal. Um, but Here's I can't, I like can't I give him top earlier, 75 all time. C-Mac goes one-on-one -on -one with anybody on that list. I don't give a shit who it is. I don't care if it's Wilt Chamberlain. Good luck. T-Mac on the ISO. T-Mac had a mid-range. T-Mac had handles. Kobe said it. He could do everything I could do, but he was 6'10". Unbelievable. You know yeah, what I mean? He like, was probably a, he was way before his time, too. But again, it comes down to amount of time in the league, amount of time played. comes down to, you, you know, you got to give some depth. Unfortunately, he still gets mentioned in rap songs to this day. Because people love him, dude. People like, love T-Mac, dude. And people love him. That doesn't make, but the thing is, is a lot of people love players. And yes, just because they love a play, like I love Rasheed Wallace. Yeah, it's not a fucking seventy-five best player of all time. No way. Yeah, I he like, is. No, he's not. He's a, yeah, he's a world champ. Absolutely. A, I want that jersey, dude. I need an old school. Sheet. The Pistons or the no Blazers, Blazers dude. The, the old 30, school sheet. Yeah. yeah, the thirty bucket. He I'm just saying, like, out. look, there's plenty of people on this list that you could probably make a case for based on now based on on stats now you know yeah. you could say maybe rick barry you could say nate archibald you could say paul aries you could say bob Cousy, you could say david cohen's like these guys that played bill cunningham right these guys that played none of these guys are in any current rap songs okay i that doesn't hey, mitchell and s team. ain't making none of those jerseys dude okay they ain't making no <laughs> there's a million t-max though Okay, we love Again, us it comes down to time. It comes down to time. It comes down to time frame, right? It's recent. T-Mac had the sauce, dude. He was one of the original yeah. just, I mean, could you, that was like Sean Kemp with a jumper and a crossover. What? Yeah. Are you serious? What do you do with that? Unreal. Well, that's I the mean, thing is now that's the, that's the deal, right? That's Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's about seven foot tall. Yeah, he that's what that is. fast, he's strong. And so he's kind of like, yeah, T-Mac was a was insane yeah uh in his time and for a very limited window here's another guy that, for the record that was, i think durant is better than t-mac i don't i think of course the, I, think, I didn't say i mean kevin durant's like the resurrection of like kareem abdul jabbar that could shoot from three or he might something. be like, the best i mean i think kevin he might durant be the best might pure be the, scorer of all time ever yeah we'll see i mean lebron technically is the the scoring champion of all time but yeah, I mean, he, Durant has time to beat him. Right. Um, I guess here's another guy that had an incredible early career and then fizzled out because of injuries and problems. And, uh, you know, you had uh, Stefan Marbury, 
you had Stevie Francis, you had uh, uh, Vince. The fact that here, here's who I will say should be on this, and it's criminal that he's not Vince fucking Carter. Yeah, the dude played in about four that. decades. Crazy. Four decades that dude played in. And, and here's the thing: he changed his game three times to continue to play. He was the guy that was like, yeah, I'll come off the bench for 20, you know, for five minutes a night and just, you know, shoot a three here and there. Yeah. But like in his early career, he was dunking on everyone and making them look silly. Yeah. He was ridiculous. He was kind of and a, he yeah. had injuries too. And he was able to play through them and change his game to mirror that. You know, I think he jumped over a dude in the Olympics, dunked on him. Insane. Put his arm in the hoop. I went to a party in high school with this girl that we met at the mall. I had no idea, but her dad was like one of these major Nike executives that lived up on the hill yeah. on the west side of Portland. And he had one of those shoes autographed from <laughs> in a glass case, right? I was like, yeah. oh my God, is that what I think it is? And then like, yeah. I was like, holy shit. I was like, whose house are we at? I was like, that's <laughs> who has that? You know what I That's mean? Like, bonkers. yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And it had a card that like displayed what it was. Mm-hmm. You no know, offense, dunking over him was, was nuts. But um, yeah, he should be in there. James Harden should not be on the list, and he is. It's crazy. Dame Lillard made the list, and I say yes, clutch. Okay, perfect, good. Yeah, Oakland in I the put in, I mean, the fact that him and Russell Westbrook are both on the list is a little ridiculous. I don't think. I mean, I get Russell Westbrook has. Oh, That's the thing, right? Goodness. So Russell, so Russell Westbrook has averaged a triple double basically for his entire career, but he hasn't really had any postseason success. Uh, he seems to be hard to deal with on a team. He keeps getting moved around. People don't want to play with him. Um, but then at the same time, people say like, Oh, he's great. Like we love Russ. And then he leaves and their team gets honestly. Like, I I don't, I think he's a fit on the Lakers because he knows that LeBron runs the show. So he knows where he, where he fits in that system. You know, um, yeah. and, it, and it works because LeBron is so dominant and there's no que- when LeBron's on a team, there's no question who's in charge of the team. It's not even fucking up for debate. It's LeBron James. Right. And if you don't like it, don't even dress down. It's my team. You know what to do. Uh, so I think that works for because it gives a Russell Westbrook some structure that he's not really used to having because he's kind of used to Russell Westbrooking wherever he's at. And it's always debatable. Like maybe he is or isn't the best player on the team. It's always up for, in the air. Okay, we got him with Harden. Is he a little better than Harden? I don't know. Hard to say. Yeah. Back in the day, it was like, was he, you know, is he better than Durant? We now we know that Durant is superior basketball wise. But back then, yeah. in the Oklahoma City Thunder days, we didn't really know they were all you know kind of in the same bucket. We well, my thing with out. the three of them is think about this: if what do you they think if all three championships had, back? No, but to back. think about I mean, this: what if all three of them had stayed on that team? Do you think that we'd still have the same players that we have now? Because Durant is great but he's a little bit like he can't handle criticism at all he's a little ups- he gets like mad at the media all the time about like oh i'm great but you are mean to me and then harden who is like obviously hard to deal with because he's been traded off of two teams now uh and houston he never had any postseason success really in houston either <laughs> dame for the record um, harden quits though he just says he does oh. he's like i'm done Trade me. Right. And then Russell, but then Russell Westbrook had to take over that team and had to put a chip on his shoulder and be like, I have to do everything for this Thunder team. So if they stay, right, if they just pay Harden and Serge Ibaka was on Serge Ibaka. And and uh, that big New Zealand guy, Adam, uh, what's his name? I don't think Steven Adams was on that team. 
He wasn't I think around he was. yet. I, no, was that before no. Stephen Adams? That was before Stephen Adams. Came Stephen later. played with Russ though. Later, he did. Just him. Yeah, and he Russ. definitely did. They yeah. were still good though. That's the thing. They were still good, and they just never won a championship. This year, they this year, run. this year is going to be a big year for Russell Westbrook on the Lakers because he's got people, and people are hurt. So it's his time. If you can't do it with LeBron James, you can't do it because Kyrie did it with LeBron James. Dwayne Wade did it with LeBron James. You know, if you can't do it with LeBron, I mean, look, Kevin Love thing, though, is did it with LeBron Kyrie, James. Kyrie Irving, Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and Kevin Love, I think, are all better supporting secondary supporting players than Russell the has greatest ever been. Supporting character of LeBron James is it's, it's Dwayne. It's J.R. Smith. Nah. J.R. Smith. Yeah. 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 J.R. Smith lost him a championship. J.R. Smith freaking uh looking the going the wrong way. President Barack out. Obama told <laughs> LeBron to tell J.R. Smith to put his shirt back on. Because <laughs> after he won the championship, he didn't put his shirt on for like six days. <laughs> J.R. Smith uh, has a 4.0 in college, by the way. Say what you will about J.R. Smith. He is a unique. Okay, I don't know anything player. about J.R. Smith. I really don't. I know I like I know him as a player, but I'm not gonna uh, you know it's it, it's just, I always like J.R. Smith, dude. He, he he's got a dog a lot, but he's he go well because he did that one fucking you know, you make that mistake in the finals. He's made some mistakes. I never said he was an MVP candidate. I said he was <laughs> my favorite supporting character. I'll give you LeBron. favorite. I mean, best is Dwayne Wade, and it's not even close. Oh, of course. And Dwayne, at that point, I mean, do you, so here's the thing. At that point, do you consider LeBron Dwayne Wade's second guy, or is LeBron the first guy on that team, the Heat's team, the Heatles? Because that, that was like Dwayne was kind of coming out of his I prime always, a little bit. He was uh, he had already won the championship with Shaq and Gary Payton, which, by the way, Gary Payton was on the I Heat. I will always consider the Miami Heat a Dwayne Wade team or mm -hmm. a Tim Hardaway senior, right? Like mm -hmm. I remember the heat Alonzo Morning, Tim Morning. Hardaway senior was that first wave, but then you had the Shaq white chocolate. You've had Birdman, you've had LeBron, but Dwayne Wade ever since that Tim Hardaway era has always been Miami. Was LeBron the better player at that point? Yeah. yeah. But did we, it was Pat Riley and Dwayne. I felt like Dwayne Wade taught and him without how to du win. Without Dwayne, yeah, without Dwayne Wade, that would you know it. Dwayne Wade is still killing it at that time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he he was yeah. still he was still killing. And Ray Allen was on that team. That thing was so sick. Well, Ray Allen was on the second was on the second year. He left Boston and yeah. went there because they was, beat him. And that was like everybody threw a fit about Ray Allen leaving Boston. There was a couple of guys off that Boston team that left and went and played at LeBron. And people think that Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce are like still salty about it because it so was Ray Allen and uh, Rajon Rondo is Rondo. still fucking pissed about Rondo. it. No, because no, because Rondo won with LeBron in LA in the bubble later. So later, but, but he was fucking so, pissed at Ray Allen for years so about that. You got to remember though. So those guys, all those old Celtics, pretty much went with LeBron later and won, mm -hmm. except for Kevin Garnett, Garnett and, Pierce. and Pierce. You know, because they were like Celtic. Well, Rajon Wanda, Rondo was like a rookie or like a second year, the year they won the championship. So the year that the 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 that last like. This like head Bob Paul Pierce 
yeah. uh, on on LeBron with <laughs> I the Cavs. Dude, I oh man, that I, that era of basketball, <laughs> the Celtics and the Lakers, Kobe versus Celtics. I just mm-hmm. old Kobe versus the the Celtics. I just uh, this really it was hard for me to get through. I just wasn't really up on the the. I wasn't buying the Celtics thing, but I am buying it now. Okay, because yeah. I think they went and they won nine. They went and won nine off the rip, and then they got beat by the Pistons, okay, by mm-hmm. in a real hard-fought battle. But they went nine still. They're mad this year, and nobody's really paying too much attention to them because there's so much drama going on in the league right now, you know, everywhere else. But the Celtics really, you know, have a shot in the playoffs. They could get They far, beat some good teams not, in this run, too. It's not all the way. Because from what so. I've seen, their unselfish ball, uh, Tatum is great. They've got superstar mm-hmm. power, but they're they're playing that team basketball, that young, fast, hard team basketball. You need to get far, and they're healthy. So yeah, the, the, I'm really looking looking at uh, the Boston Celtics, and uh, our Blazers are also on a streak coming into the All Star uh, halftime break. Uh, Four straight, and against uh, and against not terrible teams, which I. I was I was under the impression that they were, but they actually you pointed out that in their last four games they beat the Bucks and the Lakers in Milwaukee. Yeah, that's I mean that's strong. The Lakers that was the game that I was at. The Lakers in uh, Portland took them down, and they had a they had AD and LeBron. By the way, Russ didn't play, Carmelo didn't play, Dwight Howard didn't play, but. Um, They've actually LeBron beat four good teams. They beat the yeah. Lakers, they beat the Knicks, they beat the Bucks, and they beat the Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies are they're on fire. They're the the hyped up John Morant's like gonna be the next guy of the league. Like he's already getting that wave of it. And I'm coming out of the too. coming out of the he's got the look, real quick. He's got yeah. the you know what I mean? He's got the skill, he's got everything, and he's young. He's like what 21, 22? I yeah, mean, he's, he's fun got to the, watch. Him and him and uh, what's his name are the same age. Uh, but coming out of the all-star break, the Blazers have kind of a shit schedule. They got to play the Warriors, the Nuggets, the Suns, the Timberwolves back to back, and then the Jazz. We're going to see, <laughs> we're going to see this Portland team. We're going to see who they really are versus the Suns. Uh, Cause you yeah. were talking about that a little bit earlier. That they're the, the number are, one seed in the West. They're number one in the West. They were, you know, they're they could have won it last year they're very close to winning mm-hmm. it last year they got very very close and they were playing on the big stage and chris paul is a, a mvp candidate everyone's looking at him a little bit and devin booker you know everyone was calling him kobe bryant i remember that in the play everyone started to call him freaking young bean well he's you know? baby kobe i mean baby well and him and, and him and kobe were friends well not friends uh he was, kobe like, was his uh, a mentor, of mentor. His, you know like yeah. he, he looked just the same way when kobe hit the court with jordan devin booker was talking to kobe the same way and like hey let me pick your brain like i uh, you know little brother mm-hmm. big brother type of thing uh and he and he's got swag dude he pulls up in like 87 cutlasses six four impalas like he's got all these <laughs> stories like uh, you know, with freaking part infamous party stories with like celebrity, you know, chicks mm-hmm. and like all this, like, dude, he's just he's got that whole the whole aura of an LA icon, but in Arizona, right? So it's like, it's yeah, and really, Phoenix ain't too far away. It's not too far away. It's still West Coast basketball. It's still, you know what I mean? Like he gets it. Yeah. He, he understands it, the culture, and represents it well. And he's a talented guy. And I don't, I haven't heard anything Devin Booker said that I didn't like. 
so far. I haven't heard, you know, but everybody still sees that as Chris Paul's team, and it still is because Chris Paul is the general. And that mm-hmm. dude, that dude is, I, I hate Chris Paul. I hate his game, but I respect his game because he changed yeah. the game, man. That whole slowing up to get somebody to trip up on top of you, everybody does that. That was a Chris Paul thing. Okay, yeah. like Chris Paul's the master. Well, Chris Paul wasn't foul, he? You know, getting to the wasn't line. he the the players association president for a while too? Like that dude's smart. He knows all the rules. Like he knows kind of right. how he he knows how to manipulate them a little bit too. Like a little and bit. So that's kind of why people don't like him. Yeah, that's like, why I don't like it, him. The thing was, is do you remember him in New Orleans when he was young? Yes. Yeah, and then, I, dude. I, yeah, so think about really this. Good. Yeah. Think about this. When the NBA he, stopped him from playing. That. Like, have you ever heard of that before? The, no, they you stopped guys the trade. Too, you guys are too good. You can't play together. We're not going to yeah. allow that. It was going to be, they ended up getting Steve Nash, and Steve Nash ended up getting hurt. But it was going to be Chris Paul, uh, Kobe, Pal Gasol, and like Andrew Bynum and Lamar Odom. It was going to, like, oh, man. that team would have been, been eight fucking championships yeah. in a row. It, should, because you know, like they should have let him do it. It's just good for basketball. I don't care. These I don't remember like, why it was. Oh, it was so that was what it was. The clip he was on the Clippers, right? Or did he go to the Clippers instead? I think that's when he landed in the on the Clippers. Okay. Was, yeah, I think because there was something about that. Somebody the, owned. He's only been out of there for a couple of years. It hasn't been. Yeah. Well, long. somebody owned. It was some weird ownership thing where the Lakers, somehow the fucking league had ownership over the Hornets. It was the league had ownership over the Pelicans. And they didn't want to do that because, like, the owner of the Pelicans, like, fucked off. And it was before it went back to being the, the Hornets. Uh, or, I don't know. It was some weird fucking thing. They screwed, them, they screwed the fans out of a really cool dynasty that could have been. And, and yeah, Kobe, I will never remember. I would. I don't remember why that trade didn't go through. That's so weird. I've never seen it happen again, and I don't think I'll ever see it happen. You know, it's like the tuck rule. Like, it just it just came and it went, and it'll. <laughs> it's just going to be gone. Such forever. a weird like. Such but a weird thing because it did change I, kind of that's the I, the trajectory of basketball for I a while. I still feel like Chris Paul should win. And this is the year to do it really for Phoenix. You got most of the mm-hmm. people. You, the West is wide open. You've got to deal with the only, the, the Warriors are fucking clay is back. Draymond's back. Yes, Steph is having a fucking year, dude. Yes, They're still going to have to deal with them. But anything can happen when you get to the playoffs. Right. And we got a half a season of basketball left still a half a season, which just makes me think that they're going to get better. If they're healthy, they will get better. And Clay right. did take the time out, and they let him have the time to heal properly and didn't come back all jacked up. He came back a little rusty but ready to go. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's having State, a great year. They're, they're going to be they're gonna be a problem as long as – because all, all those guys are still there. Mm-hmm. I think – didn't even Iguodala come back? I mean, they, they did. Yeah, they're like – they're still there. Steve Kerr yeah. is still there. The dynasty is still there, and they're not – like the Lakers, where they're like the next generation up, and they're they're battling, staying on the court. They're in their they're still in their prime, you know. Well, you I guess so. I got a I got a I got a good friend, uh, Matt Foster. Shout out Matt Foster, uh, who actually listens to our podcast. Oh, um, what's up, Foster? And Thanks he's been telling me about uh, about Jordan Poole and Jonathan Kuminga and how they're like they're the next, they're the guys. 
Like they are, they're coming into their own. They're playing really well. Uh, Jordan Poole comes off the bench and, um, and is a huge impact player. And then Jonathan Kaminga, I think is in the, it comes off the bench and is a big, um, is, is big, is a big uh, impact player too. So yeah, he's a, he's a big Niners warriors and, uh, and giants fan. So he keeps me up to date on what's happening in golden state. <laughs> yeah. There's, you know, there's, there's trinities on the West coast, you know, usually you like the Raiders, you like the Dodgers and you like, uh, yeah, like you get it's like the Raiders a, it's Raiders, Dodgers. And then your, uh, your basketball team is the Lakers. Yeah. Lakers. Yep. And yeah. that's, that's, you know, and then up North, you know, you have, uh, the Niners, the giants, and the Warriors. And the Warriors. Or or, yeah. or the Blazers. Because a lot of people this this trifecta works all the way up to Alaska from you know right. Washington. Well, because there's not well, dude, that's the thing, is like I still don't understand fully why the NBA this is completely fucking off topic. It's just always kind of burned me. Like, why would you take a team out of Seattle, Washington and put it in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma? And now you don't have a team in one of the biggest markets that you know you know what i mean like seattle is not a small market portland is a small mark i just got a uh gary uh gary payton jersey and a seattle hat did you yeah i'll throw back i was gonna i was gonna there's a bunch of play a bunch of teams uh a bunch of fans uh of the supersonics that are that hate the fucking blazers so much that they're golden state warriors fans man like they were like golden (laughs) states is the closest one that's not portland like because there was rivalry man and for Mm -hmm. me you know for me is like of course i I had issue with the lakers because they're so damn good and they're just always you know especially Mm -hmm. back in the day when we had a good chance and uh, seattle was gone by then they were the uh, they've been the thunder but it's always been the, the sacramento kings for me man those fucking Sacramento Kings, I, I always gotta like you know it's a always a dog fight with them for some reason. Yeah. Well, when they and well when they were the yeah, Phoenix in the 90s. Suns, man, because I've watched. I, I think when I was a kid, I was at like a quadruple overtime game with the Suns. It was nuts because like you know the battle for battle in the West, but Sonics mm-hmm. Blazers was always the, the the premier, and they were always better than us. You know they had Sean Kemp, they had Gary Payton, they played Jordan in the finals. Like they weren't you know, better than us. We so we went back to back years. Shrimp. I know, but but the Blazers went back to back. Like the Blazers went in '91 and lost to Jordan. Yeah, the early '90s, and then the yeah. Seattle That's went true. in '92 and lost and never went back. And then the Suns lost in '93. Seattle Seattle went back in '96 though. Did they, or did they go in '96 and not '92? I don't I think they went 90, back. '92, the Bulls won. That was a Jordan year. That was the first. Well, they all won. I mean, what I'm saying is that they never won a championship. I think they played. They played. Yeah, I think they played the Suns in '92. I want to say in the in the finals. In the finals, Bulls Suns. Blazers did. Oh, was it the Blazers? No, the Blazers were in '92. I'm sure of it. Okay. They were early. They were either '91 or '92. Uh. we we gotta yeah. we gotta wrap this up soon, but we do want to yeah. leave with the the Batman coming yep. out. Robert Pattinson, Batman. I'm gonna play the trailer for you right now. I hope you're listening, Bruce Wayne. I'm just here to unmask the truth. The mayor, the commissioner, murdered. The Riddler's latest. It's all about the Waynes. Gotham needs you to answer for the sins of your father. What have you done? He will go 
At first, when I heard it, I was like, no way. That's stupid. I don't want to see that. The guy's from Twilight. And well, it's the I, same basic premise as Heath Ledger's Joker. Remember when that happened? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Everyone's like, what? This guy? What is it? You know, and then, yeah. then you start to find out that he wants to be Batman really yep. bad. And he's he's like to all about it, taking it serious. Then you see the footage and you're like, oh, damn, this looks good. And then you find out it's going to be three hours so now we're not talking about the Zack Snyder verse anymore. We're not talking about now we're talking about a brand new franchise of Batman. No more Batfleck. You know, that sounds like that's well, it over. seems like DC. So DC came out a couple of uh, months ago or maybe it was a year ago. It was like right after Justice League and the Zyders, the Snyder uh, cut and all that shit was happening. Um, and basically, DC said, we're not doing what Marvel's doing. Like Marvel is making comic book movies the way comics are written where you have you know single issue books that lead into big team-up books and then more single issues spread out of that and then you do that and then you do that and you do that and it's it's that's what marvel does they're not doing that they're doing this movie fits in this box and if it has a two next to it it's a sequel to that one but if it doesn't have a two next to it it's just its own thing the joker uh the joker movie with uh, joaquin phoenix has nothing to do with this batman movie has nothing to do with the suicide squad movie that just came out last year and that suicide squad movie has very little to do with the birds of prey movie that came out two years ago like they're just not doing the cinematic do you think it was a jerry leto jared leto joker Joker? yeah i mean i i think people had like that movie sucks the suicide squad they hated it at first, right? Like they hated the original it. Suicide Squad sucked. That first one with Jared Leto and Will Smith and yeah. and all that. That, that movie was suck. bad. But the, it was but a bad the Batman vs Superman's were good. I, I hated Batman vs Superman. I thought it was good. I I liked yeah. the I liked the old kind of you know. Like I liked Ben Affleck as Batman. The, I thought he was great. And I didn't course, like I the Wonder I thought Woman, the story I liked was Aqu- bad. Aquaman and I also like. Uh, you know, pretty much the whole Justice League. I liked the Flash. I liked the, mm-hmm. you know, the Justice League. You know, I liked the casting and I liked the writing. Uh, I didn't yeah, like I didn't Suicide Squad. No, but you know, you know, actually, where I had a where I had a problem with the writing was the fact that they they took Doomsday and they added that. I felt like that's its own thing. Right. The, the death of Superman is such a big event that Batman versus Superman, and then that's its own event. Like it, you don't mix the two. It doesn't make sense to mix the two. They're too big. Well, and then they had Lex Luger in that movie. Yeah, it was so yeah. long and stupid, and there were points in it where it was like they had the the one the like the, the, I'm I will, supposed that the, the, casting the, of Lex Luger was so bad. That guy it could I have been fine. I, Jesse Eisenberg, he's I just fine. Couldn't, I couldn't, Look, I, I don't have a problem with casting. I think people they try, they want to do well. Every movie wants to be good, right? They don't set out to make garbage. What happens is studios get in the fucking way. Studios make decisions, and then those decisions are fucking shoved onto these movies and they come out bad or yeah. the the edit comes out just a little bit wrong or something like that. Like, look. The original Justice League movie, I didn't like. 
And then I watched the Zack Snyder cut. It's four hours long. I don't have that time. I'm an adult. I got other shit going on. I don't have four hours to watch your fucking movie. It's a two-night event. That's a two-night two, That's you know? so much time, dude. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of my thing time. with the Batman is like, I think it's going to be a good movie. Three hours is too long for me. Avengers, both of those Avengers movies, Infinity War and Endgame, were too long. I get that they had to be, but they the, those were already movies trying that they to put split too much. up. That's the thing, trying to put too much in there and, and that we really didn't have time to character. And then not only that, but they were foreshadowing like future shit too. Mm -hmm. So you were trying to like, you're like, wait, so should I be paying attention to this part? Or like, or like, I, what's the important part of the story? Because I don't know. All I know is Superman's dead. <laughs> now he's yeah. back. And, and now he's back to life immediately. And yeah, and now he's a bad guy kind of. And now we're like, you know, like it was, it, it, it was so much. Uh, yeah. But here's the thing. Robert Pattinson Batman is going to be totally different. I think we're going yep. back to the, the dark, edgy Batman. Kind of more, yeah. The, more of a Tim Burton-ish Batman. Kind of Tim Burton-ish, but more real world, you know? Because Tim right. Burton's got kind of this weird artsy spin on shit where yeah. he really like, he, it's very comic book. I just mean the tone is going to be more Tim dark. Burton than it yeah. is Joel Schumacher. It's going to be dark. And it's going to be... It's hey, going you know, to be dark and it's going to be emo too because Robert Pattinson said it's, it's kind of like an emo-ish Batman. If you, you know, and I was like, okay, I think I can kind of deal with that. You know, yeah. we're, we, you know, we grew up with the uh, emo and scene music. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, I could, you know, I could kind of deal with the My Chemical Romance Batman. I, we've never seen that. So let, let's yeah. see it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm actually looking forward to this movie. I think it'll be really fun. They tried um, the studio. Speaking of the studio with him, they were trying to get him to like, like get basically get all buff for the movie, and he's like, "No, I'm not going to do that." They're like, you, "You like shouldn't smoke cigarettes and like do all this shit." He's like, like "I'm going to do that." He's anyway. like, I, "He's like, I'm not." I, I, he's like, "I'm not going to get all buff and shit." I'm. Uh, I will be a great Batman, but I'm Robert. I'm. I'm not going to try to be something I'm not. Dude, I don't think you know? so. Here's my thing about Batman. Um. I don't think of him as being he like Affleck was too big. Like he was too built. And like, that's a weird thing to say, but he was too, he was like stocky. And I always think of Batman as kind of a, and like, this is ridiculous because he's a comic book character he can be whatever the fuck he wants to be. But I always think of it more like, uh, like Christian Bale. Yeah. Kind of tall, kind of, yeah. thin, live, yeah. but like with a shitload Fast of fucking and, yeah, right. Lean, but he has like power yeah. behind his punches because his suit is made out of fucking right. The suit, FR. the suit is bigger, but he's right. not like he. Bruce Wayne looks like a person. Yeah, like that's what I've always thought. He just Bruce looks Wayne like looks a like a person. Dude. Yeah, yeah. He just looks like a business exec. He looks like a ninja. Like, yeah, that's kind of the thing, right? Is that's that's why I like. So Batman Begins. People don't no, talk about Begins enough. Yeah, Batman it's, Begins was so good because they they built the Rosh, the Rachel Ghoul shit. Shadow Assassins. The Shadow Assassin. They they went with the League of Assassins as the villains. They they Rajah built Ghul. in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They built all that in. And um, the chick poisoning at the end, that, I did not see that coming. That totally took me for a spin where she's like, oh, by the way, like, that's my dad. And I'm going to. Oh, you mean Talia Al Ghul? Yeah. Yeah, dude. With I man. was like, whoa, no way. Like, did you see that? So you should, I don't know if you have it still, but if you have it, you could. That picture that I showed you of Batista as Bane. Yeah. That would be fucking awesome, dude. My gosh. Bane's. Bane's that's goofy. Gonna hard, that's going to be a hard one to. to they won't do Bane they, again. They, you know, because they made Bane. They, I mean, they made him a main villain. 
in one of those, you know? Well, like, he was a secondary. Tuliago was like the main villain. Yeah, but, but I mean, he, he had a major, which is kind of, like you said, he's, he's supposed to be kind of goofy and kind of an underboss. Like, Bane's never... He's not really good. I mean, he's not, but he is. Like, he's a luchador with why, steroids. I like, it's a very the, silly, uh, cartoonish... The back, the back break, though, is, is iconic. Absolutely. That, that's like, so they had to do that, you know? But yeah. I was like, how, how many times can you do the back break? How many times can you kill Superman? You know, like... We're going to have to wait 20 years before they redo that. Hopefully. You know? I don't want to see that shit again. I don't know what they're going to do like when it comes to Superman because Henry Cable doesn't want to do it again. And I thought he was a great casting. Have I just, I didn't much care for him. Have you watched The Witcher? I don't. I, I really Everybody like keeps telling me to watch that damn show. <laughs> I guess it's really good. It's I need, very so good. I, if you're into like Van Helsing-ish kind of like, like fantasy you know, sword yeah, and board it's kind combat of, yeah, shit. Fantasy yeah. assassin, like kind of oblivion Skyrim-y type of shit. Like, right. It's, it's cool. And he's really, it's nice to see him in that role because he's like a little bit more, um, uh, he doesn't have to be like, I'm super clean Superman. You know, he can be like, right. uh, fuck it. Like I'm drinking beer, you know, like, whatever. Yeah. like he can, he kind of gets a little cooler edge. He's got an edge. He really, as yeah. you know, as a character, he, he really can do that. But Superman, when you're Superman, that's all anybody sees you as. As an actor, yeah. you're just Superman all the time. And, you know, like you go to children's hospitals as Superman and shit. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, Well, that's why it's hard to be like Spider-Man. Like, think about being Tobey Maguire for the last 30 years. Like, Dude, that guy goes nuts on the paparazzi. He's like, a, <laughs> fucking, he gets scary, dude. Like, he, trips, yeah. he bu- I would bug out too, though, after, you know. I'd be so tired of it. So fucking. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though, that you can't. If you really don't want to deal with it, you do it. Post Malone did, and you go buy a house in fucking Utah. Right. You you know, like you go buy, uh, you do Kanye, and you go buy a house in Wyoming where people leave you the fuck alone. If you live in L.A. or New York, you're going to encounter paparazzi because that's where it is. But even even Oregon, you're not going to get paparazzi up here. You're you're only going to get it in L.A. and New York and Boston and Chicago and, you know, like big big title towns. You know what I'm saying? So, so, you know, I'm not saying, oh, you know, but you could probably buy another place in California with less paparazzi and still get. You just go north, dude. You go into the north of California and you're less likely to see anybody. Because that's just a tech sector. Like go to fucking Tahoe. Yeah, you can live in Tahoe in the fucking woods because you can afford the jet to get to LA, right? right. So, but like Post Malone, he honestly, if I lived in California, if I had to live in California, I'd fucking live in Northern California 100% of the time. I don't want to live in Southern California. Uh, no, I like being close to Disneyland. Stuff no, like I'll give you that. I like, I like, uh, I, and I also like the warm beaches. It's very tropical yeah. and yeah. and the burritos really good, top notch. You're fucking selling me on it. Yeah, you're right. I I just I just I I don't know if it would be enjoyable to live there because I never lived there, but you know I would be willing to give it a shot because you know San Diego would be better. I think I'd rather yes. like San Diego over but LA, San, but it's yeah, just as expensive course, or more. So no, it's more. It's like a yeah. million dollars for a bungalow. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah, because San Diego is where everybody goes to raise their family. They leave the city. <laughs> They, they want to get out of LA, LA yeah. and they go, you know, but they still want the beach and they still want to get to Disneyland sometimes. Uh, anyway, thanks for uh, coming on the podcast, everybody. Rip City Goons, Tegavera, Kenosis, DJ Kenosis, Nick at Night, and uh, we will see you at episode 12. Peace Have out. Have a good night.